This is episode two of Hip Hop Check In. Spin the intro. This is the Hip Hop Check In podcast, and I'm your host, Louie Lou. And today, we got an artist here by the name of K Trey. He's based out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. Go ahead and introduce yourself, K Trey. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, K Trey. Appreciate the opportunity being in on the Hip Hop Check In podcast. So, the first thing I want to go ahead and get into your particular type of flow. You have that poetic vibe and old school hip-hop flow that comes from uh when i was growing up i was around a lot of music and my mom is actually a poet mm-hmm. and uh so she would actually speak a lot of the poetry to me because you know i just be quite honest my dad wasn't necessarily into all of that um so she needed somebody to speak it to before uh she would go do you know little contests and stuff like that so I got an early feel for using words in poetic ways and added, like adding a beat behind it as I came up, you mm-hmm. know, listening to music and starting to understand lyricism from, you know, a couple of my favorites from back then. So I guess, you know, that's pretty much where it came from, understanding that words can be used in strange ways, but to make it sound better, you know? Right. So far as growing up with a poet mother, like, uh, and you said, you know, you learned to use your words and everything. So, like, was it one of those things where, you know, she showed you how to do a certain poem type of way? And then, you know, as you said earlier, you know, you learned to add a beat to it. Like, what was that process in that? Well, that was, like, the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually, like, started getting into the music and actually wanted to record and stuff. Um when I started hanging out with one of my best friends, uh, Mike, well, he actually is an artist as well, goes by 200. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in school one day, maybe back when I was in dormant, matter of fact, but, um, you know, I watched him pull out his book and do raps and stuff like that and write, and, and I just kind of got intrigued by it, and, um, you know, I just kind of asked him to help me out one day because when I first started out, I was trashed. I mean, to be honest, you know, I, I mean, just, you know, trying to grasp the concept and make stuff, you know, hot or whatever, oh, it wasn't no small task not to, you know, I don't want to take away from any artist who ever does hip-hop or rap or anything like that, right. you know, music and actually making good music, you know, you actually have to take the time. So exactly. uh, from my mom to him, that's how it got started, Yeah. So we found out. We we just found out what persuaded you to you know start your career. So what does the name, your stage name, K Trey mean? What what does that stand for? Um, when I first wanted to, you know, come up with a name when I was first starting, um, I didn't want to come up with anything too outlandish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted something that that would stick. So that, you know, the day I did make it, um, my name would be remembered for years and not just, you know, you know, this guy came and, you know, went a year and two and was just done. Right. And I I thought about names, iconic names, you know, um, 
this was actually before J. Cole. J. Cole is one of them, but this was before J. Cole. It was like, you know, Jay-Z. And, um, I, you know, kind of, you know, wanted to integrate um, a name that would stand out to listeners, but like I said, it wasn't too outlandish, so you wouldn't forget me. So I really just took the a letter out of my last name. My last name is Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y. Mm-hmm. And I was just playing around with names one day, and I just happened to take the C out. You know, I was just like, hey, Trey. And I was like, I like that. You know, and it just stuck, you know. And there it was born. K-Trey was born that day. <laughs> yep, that's how I started. <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned, I know earlier you just said J. Cole and Jay-Z. So those are people an artist that you you know that I, I guess you would say pretty much you know like influenced you in a way oh yeah yeah I got a um, a small list of people you know I listen to and check out interviews and stuff on and because it's a lot more than their music man like if you listen to uh, what they say in these interviews it, it really help you get a better understanding for them and get a better respect for them right so t- tell us about the your particular style, you know, and how it differs from those artists that you, you know, you're influenced by. My style is um more factual. Um not I I'm not, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody who try, you know, does music or whatever, you want to you know, try to speak what you know I mean you know you have some artists who may go a little overboard but I like to be factual (laughs) I write what I see what I know what I've been through because I I want people to relate I don't want to you know come off too strong like yeah I got this I got that make people feel you know I can't relate I don't have that you know right right. I just rap what I see and what I know at the time what I'm going through and what I feel like people could relate to Right, that's that's like one of those true staples, you know, because back in the day when hip-hop first started, you know, it really wasn't talking about the whole money cause and girls and stuff like that. It was about, like, what was going on at that point in time, what was going on in the streets, what was going on in the world. So, yeah, I can understand exactly what you're talking about with that, you know, what's around you, you know, like you telling a story, you, you, you put you paint a picture for people to hear, pretty much. Exactly, exactly. Have you done any shows? Have you done any venues? You mean like recently or just Well, just in p- since you started, since the birth of K Trey. Yeah, I mean I've done done a couple shows. I mean I like when I first started music, um I bounced around, man. Like I was in a group, then you know, I was out of the group, then I was in the group, then I was out of the group. I mean, 'cause like I said, when I first started I wasn't all that good, so I would have my moments where I might have spit something hot and you know, like, Oh, okay, you know, and then for a second it's like I'm in then you know, along the way, they might find somebody better. So I was in, and now I got to do a show, um, my first show when um, I moved to Greenwood. Mm-hmm. I was younger. I think I was like 15, 16 years old, and I did this song called Red Alert, in which I made the beat off Fruity right. Loops. You know, I put in the work. <laughs> it wasn't mix, mix and master the best, but, you know, I put in the work. It was a small talent show in uh, Greenwood. Um, I got in. I didn't win. Um, I, I and I, you know, I understand it. I lost to some little kids. You know, they came out and they put on some show, and I, I could give it to them myself. 
it was just the experience of getting out there for the first time. Right. And, um, I had some people reach out to me after the show, so I like that experience of the network. And then later on down the line, maybe about two, three years later, um, I was in a group called Coalition, um, and we did a show at the fairgrounds, but our performance wasn't too put together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, the show went all right. You know, people still showed us love, but like I said, me being hard on myself and stuff like that, like I said, I feel like we could have been way better. And then, um, you know, I, I had another show, which was probably like maybe like five, six years ago, something like that, as in the one that was kind of like a, a bad experience for me where, you know, we didn't get the love that we thought we would without thinking we would perform the right track. Um and so I've I done some showcases recently, and yeah, so I've just been, I, this is more so as me as the solo artist as well, because right. like I said, I was in a group for the longest, and just last year I became, I just started K-Trey like solo, mm-hmm. and I put out the mixtape, put out a couple of so, songs, so let me, showcase. let me ask you real quick, you say it was a bad experience, so I know in the song, in, in, in one of your songs, you had mentioned you got booed off stage. So is that an experience that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not even going to say necessarily, like, I say boo because, you know, we basically got put off stage, you know. It, mm. wasn't, it wasn't a good, it wasn't good before. It was a situation in which uh, me and a, a friend of mine, um, go by name Shadow, um, he engineered the beat, and we did a track together. And listening to it initially with people around and stuff like that, it was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is a nice track, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess it just it was one of those things where it wasn't a club track. Um, or maybe the track just wasn't good, you know? So we got up there, and we had to perform. It was, uh, it was when Studio 54 was in Greenville. We did a performance. Didn't go well from the rip. They only gave us one microphone to start, you know, so we had to pass it off, you know, doing the performance. Right. You know, and I did the hook, he did the verse, so the transition in that, his verse was a little slower, so it was slow getting started. Um, and then by the time we got to the hook, he had to pass me the microphone, I did the hook, and right before I got to the verse, the DJ just kind of remixed the track into uh, regular music again for the club, you know. Oh, so <laughs> it just kind of lifted us on stage, looking right. stupid, man. And like I said, it was one of the most embarrassing <laughs> moments <laughs> of my life, man. So like everybody just looking at us, kind of standing on stage with the regular music playing. Now we just looking like idiots. So then I was like, "Yeah, let's go." That's you know, <laughs> yo, that's crazy, man. Yo, that, that is... prompted me not like I took a break. I took a break from music at that point, like at least for like a good year or two, you know. Like, that was kind of traumatic, man, because of the work we put in. Like, I put in, you know, put in a lot of work with music, man. Like, I don't just, like, put out this bull. Like, we listen right. to it, go over it, make sure it's right. And for that to happen, that's, like, devastating, man. Yeah, I mean, that that, that doesn't, like you said, you know, it made you take a hiatus from it because, you know, you like, dude, like, you know, I want to do this, but I don't want that to happen. So, you know, you got to sit back, take everything in that just happened and be like, yo, all right. Let's go ahead and make sure we do this a little bit smoother. And yeah, I, I could understand completely with that. So <laughs> you would say getting back to that that particular experience with everything is that something that really, you know, 
stays inside you every time you make a song? Uh, you talking about the baddest thing? Yeah, to push you to go ahead and make sure that, you know, boom, I'm going to take my time with this project. Because like you just said, you like to take your time with the project. You know, does that something that just burns inside you the whole time during the process of you making a song? Yeah, I mean, it's always at the back of my head. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of the moments I always be able to vividly describe to anybody like it just happened yesterday. I take music that serious. Um, and I'll never want to have an experience like that because you just, you, you think, like, if it happened then, you know, you don't want to make a song or some music later on when you're performing for bigger audiences and stages and something like that happens. Right. You know, because... There's a lot of people that won't bounce back from that. They self-esteem and stuff take a hit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I do pride myself on taking big hits in life and being able to keep rolling, but it's not something you look forward to. You know? Right. So let me let me go ahead and ask you about this because again, you said the process of taking your time to make music, and not to throw shade on anybody or anything like that, but you, you know, it was a time where people would actually take I, I would say probably like even six months before they released another project so like they'll release their project for one six months and then for the next six months they be on hiatus or whatever like that. I guess getting materials ready to go ahead and do it but now in today's music I mean like it's like stuff back to back to back to back to back and like you know it's, it's pretty much you know I heard somebody say it one time before it's fast food music and I mean, like, what what are your what, what's your take on that? I mean, because I know you just said about you know it takes time, but what's your take on the whole fast food music thing that's going out right now? Um, and studying, and this is not to take nothing away because um, what I see right now in hip hop is it's just a generational curve. It wasn't anything different from when I was coming up, and you know doing music not to say like i'm just like old as hell or something i'm right. only 27 but <laughs> it just seemed like music it, it only takes a couple years for the curve you know right. and so um what i learned from the people who've actually been in there like a jay-z who almost like 50 years old is that you know is with the music that comes in is almost like the phrase easy come easy go and, you know, um, I even heard it as much as in the Wiz Khalifa verse one time, you know, just talking about, you know, you get in quick, you leave quick, you know. And, and right now, I'm just going at the pace of my finance. I ain't even going to trip. You know, I just right. um, work, working and dropping the music. Um, but this year, I've been getting more into dropping more music and having people with something to hear while I'm working on the new stuff so it don't seem like you know, I'm just taking forever off or like I hadn't been working or I stopped working. And that's smart. Um, that's smart. That's completely smart. Because, I mean, like, the, but I mean, like, that's... And I feel, as far as the reason why people make so much music is because of that same fear that you were saying. You know, like, you don't want people to think that you know you fell off or anything like that so i believe that's the reason why people continuously make it because i mean i guess it's the thing of you know you constantly want your name to be out there and if people not 
yeah. screaming your name, saying your name, you know, uh, I guess you could say tweeting your name or something like that, then, you know, you're not shining. And so I guess that's probably the reason why people, you know, go ahead and put that music out so quick. Exactly. And like I said, it ain't nothing against them. It's just, it, it works for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like you put out quick music and sometimes you, you miss little details in your songs that could have made the song better, you know, and made that song into, from a $100,000 song to a million dollar song, you know. And so I just rather would take the time and hear it and, you know, put as much into the song as, as I know I can not to go overboard and to make people love it more. So, you know, you playing my songs and my mixtapes and my EPs and LPs from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, getting it out and saying, oh, I like this track and that track. Like, no, I enjoyed the whole thing. Oh yeah, now that and I see that right there, like that's the ultimate thing. Like you know, the love, the whole, the whole track, the whole list. That's the ultimate thing. Yeah. Somebody actually sit through and listen to all the songs. Don't skip. Just listen to everything and be like, "Yo, that whole project was dope." Like yeah, that's the, that's mm-hmm. that ultimate thing right there. So let me let me ask you this. All right, what do you want? What do you want your listeners? to gain from your music from your movement what 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 do you what would you like for them to gain and, and know from it um just as i uh stated earlier i just i, I want them to get a sense of relatability mm-hmm. um that what i'm saying in my music and what they're hearing is something that you can be like man you know i feel that i i went through something similar and hopefully that I'm giving them answers. Like, I know it's going to be people out there who feel differently about my music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all cool like that. But this for the people who enjoy the music and get out of the music stuff that'll help them, not just listening to it and enjoying it, but, like, in life. Like, I want to take music for me further than what you get out of just throwing it in your radio or putting in your auxiliary cord and listening like you actually can apply it sometimes and remember a verse or a line or something I said and be like, you know, you remember it and it helps you in some situation or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's that's real good right now. That's like super good right now. So let me let me ask you, okay, Rise, your 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 single rise. What were mm-hmm. you thinking when you made that song, was writing that song and everything? What what was your process? What were you thinking about that? Um, at the time, let's see. I know it was sometime. It was earlier last year, and I think I could, what I can remember around the time was I was just kind of tired of seeing people going through what they were going through, mm-hmm. and um, more specifically. Um, I don't want to state any names. Let's just say it was a a, a mom that was going through some problems, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much the end of it. And I, because what what I was stating in the song, I had seen all of that within like a two three week span. Like what I started off in the song, somebody getting cut from a team and. Um, a homeboy that was going through something, you know, trying to tell him to keep his head up, and that mom that was going through something, and 
you know what I'm saying? I was just hearing all this stuff going on, and I was just like, man, I want to I wanna record something about it, you know what I'm saying? Kind of give people some hope, like, you right. know, it's better days, rise up, you know? Right. I mean, that sounds good, because, I mean, like, I know for sure, even looking at the video, you know, like, the things that you named off, those are some of the things that you have in there. And, you know, you put that visual, you know, earlier how we said, you know, your words are creating visuals, but, you know, you actually literally put those visuals in there to match up to what you're talking about and everything else like that. And that's real good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the artistry, you know, that's the artistry part of being an artist. And, you know, like far as the words and the flow, I mean, because like I said, I, I mean, fan, fan right here. Louis Louis is a fan of K-Train, <laughs> like for real. Cause I mean, like I love that flow. I, I mean, like that's one of those things that I feel it's missing. Like I, I love the new stuff now, but you know that's what's missing. You know, it's the whole humbleness to it, and that's what's missing now. So even definitely appreciate. Oh yeah, yeah. Giving you props, bro. Giving you props. <laughs> so <laughs> collaborating with artists, and I know again, you said Jay Z. You said J. Cole. Those are some of the people that you have mentioned. So, I mean, I know for sure those are two people you for sure, for sure would want to go ahead and collaborate with. Is there any other artist you would like to collaborate with? Industry? Yeah, industry. Industry. Uh, man. Yeah, like... <laughs> um, oh, you sound like man, that list like... is long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to cut it short, and even my short might be kind of long. But, top five, you know, top five, top five. <laughs> top five? Top five. Okay, top five besides the two I just named, like I said, J. Cole and Jay-Z, so I'm not going to name them. I'm going to do another five besides them two. Right. Um, Andre 3000. Oh. Uh, Dave East. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Oh. And I like Kendrick Lamar. Um, that's for and currency. Yo, you want me to tell you them five that you just named off? Can you imagine them all five of them was in one track? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that'd be that'd be something mad. But yeah, for sure. I mean, you said three stacks, man. Come on, bro. Like, like matter of fact, when yeah, they gonna drop three another stacks out- on the track? Is- right. I want to know when they're going to drop another album, man, because I've been waiting for so long for another Outkast album to come out. <laughs> they need to drop the the beef and, and the, you know, the can't get over this hump and that. Whatever they had going on back then is, is done. They need to set their schedules aside and put something out, man, because all that stuff was good. I, 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 the Stank On You was, was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah. So they need to, yeah. They definitely need to get back out there. Three stacks even by itself, man, is dope, man. I just, I like his flow. Like he got that poetic vibe. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I mean, like they pretty much like you know, stop all together. I mean, like, and I mean to be honest, they are some of the people that paved the way in in ATL. And I mean, like right now over there, currently right now, the whole ATL movement, like. It's big. It's big right now. I mean, like it really is big. Cause I mean, like uh, what uh, one of the biggest labels currently that's popping right now is going on QC. I mean, like that the whole movement down there is is like it's it's just. I mean, like it's crazy, just, man. Yeah, it's crazy. 
couldn't even get the word out. You took it out of my mouth. There you go right there. Crazy. <laughs> like, it's just crazy over there. But, I mean, they need to, I mean, because the new school going on right now, but, you know, they need some of that old school love going on down there, too. I mean, because, like, that's actually what's need, needed right now. That really is what's needed right now. Definitely. So, what about producers? Like, do you have any producers? Like, big-time producers that you would like to, you know, work with? If any. Um, You know, everybody's, like, breaking into the game, you know, producer. Everybody want to do the track withdrawal. I, I, I definitely want, you know what I'm saying, when it's all... When I finally break break into, I would love to do a a Miss Tech DJ drama. Um, I, I like DJ Premier. Everybody who you know I listen to coming up, right? Um, Rakim, Nas, you know all them man. You get the DJ Premier beat, you know you on man. So <laughs> those two definitely, and um, I definitely always like Mike Will. You Mike know Will, he always yeah. will give you a banger beat, and I went down. When definitely when my working with him, I'm gonna tell you um, the the thing with Mike Will, man. I like you know I've heard I've heard them have stories and him even saying it before in the interview that he got like a ass of beats saved up, you know, an ass of stuff. And I was like, yo, I would love to see his library, like, cause I'm pretty sure he got some crazy stuff that he hadn't even released yet. Ain't even released yet, man. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Cause he said, I remember uh, they were doing an interview, and he had said he was like, he got some, he got some five beats saved away for if he had like, you know, hit low times or something like that. So I'm just like, dang, like you still doing good right now. You on a steady movement, like you still doing good. Like, what are low times, and when you gonna bring out these fire ass beats? Like, that's my question. But I mean, back to what you were saying though. <laughs> Yeah, at least you know he ain't going broke no time soon, right. man. Like there's just a dollar sign behind all them beats. <laughs> right, exactly. So, what what up what up and coming projects that you got going on right now that you have? Um, well, I just had released a project um on SoundCloud. At first, I was keeping it, you know, kind of private. Mm-hmm. I had it on CD. Um, I was just kind of running it around the city, but then, you know, somebody's like, why you don't have it up? And I was like, well, I didn't plan on it, but I said, okay, I'll put it up somewhere. Because, you know, it's the same thing. It, it's just, uh, you know, some industry beats up out, old school ones that are kind of like some paying homage type thing, right. um, you know, with the flow. And um, it's on SoundCloud. It's called Old School K under K space T-R-A-Y. Um, and while that's spinning, because it's basically fairly new to everybody else, I'm working on my first LP uh, called Take Me Back. Take and Me Back is the name, right? To, yep. All right. And hoping to drop that um, somewhere mid to late in the year, like maybe summer, like July, August, September, somewhere in that area. That's usually a good time. Maybe if I get out of work, though. That's usually yeah. that's it's usually normal. a good time. That's usually a good time because I know a lot of artists like to drop projects around in the summertime because one thing in particular, you know, kids out, they're going to be listening to it. They're going to be, you know, get them plays up. So that's 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 not a bad time to go ahead and uh, release that. All right, so one, one other thing. The people that you've been working with so far, you know, 
do you have like any particular thing you know any particular people that you want to go ahead and shout out that's been helping you so far and everything there's been a lot of people helping me out man um just to start let's shout out to uh the engineer that's been you know doing all my projects from like the old old school k dad um i did all that over nitro it's his studio that's in Spartanburg. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who haven't been there, man. He got the, the famous door on his studio that everybody signed. So Nitro's done all my producing, um, recording, and, you know, mixing, mastering, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the people that's been around me, that's been listening to my music uh, before I actually release it and giving me good feedback couple artists, a couple of just friends as listeners. Uh, my homegirl, uh, Vanelle, and as artists, uh, my homeboy, Twan Hundred, and Cease, who he's part of, he look, you know, younger group, mm-hmm. um, he's part of a group. And uh, Javon, Javon Taylor, who just shot my last video to Not the Hustle. Um, He's been helping me out. I've been over there working with him, so he's probably going to do some more of my videos later. And Terrence N as well for doing my Rise video. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta show, show the cameraman love, too, man. <laughs> yeah, man. They said I kind of side do stuff for you. And, and that stuff ain't cheap, man. Right. You know, for what they've been helping me out with, man. Like, it's, that stuff's not cheap. And so there's always some love there. I just always want them to know that. I greatly appreciate them and everybody who helped me out, man. I don't want to be that type of person who uh, hide the shine away from everybody. I want everybody to shine and eat when I make it, you know. Right, exactly. Because, I mean, like, that's 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 one of the things that you want to go ahead and do. You want to go ahead and unify everybody and bring everybody together instead of, you know, destroying each other. So go ahead, okay. and, tell, go ahead and tell everybody, go ahead and tell the listeners where they can go ahead and check out the dad mixtape. You can go check out the dad mixtape at Spinrilla, whether it be via website or if you got the app, uh, Spinrilla, D.A.D, Driven and Dedicated, is dad part one, artist name K space Trey. Uh, two videos on YouTube under the same name, Knock the Hustle, and rise and mixtape old school K out now on SoundCloud. Right, right. And go ahead and tell them what I'm going to follow you at too, man. Uh, repeat that again. Oh, where to follow me? Yeah. Um, you can follow me. I'll be putting up most of my music. Um, I've been, like I said, I've really been doing a lot of work, so I use them sparingly at the moment. But I am using my IG. More you can follow me at IG um, at Ktray fourteen, and you can find me on Facebook at Ktray ninety one. I'm trying to get somebody to help me engineer the page because you know between work and doing the music and trying to you know navigate through all the the sites and stuff like that. Sometimes right. it do get a little much, so I, you know I'm, I'm working on getting somebody to help me out manage that. But you can see I'll be posting most of my stuff up. Uh, as far as word-wise and what you can see me doing next, stuff like that on Instagram. And that one is at KTrade14. 
All right, all right. And if you don't mind, you can go ahead. We're going to go ahead and play this song, Rise, for the people. So if you don't mind, go ahead and introduce your, your song. Yeah, man, for everybody who's ever been through any type of hardship in their life, and this ranges from sports to job situations or, you know, anything going on bad with, you know, your life in general, this is my track, Rise, by me, K-Trey. Hope you enjoy Struggle, but more for all the youth. I'm in the booth trying to give them the truth. Hey, little dude, pick your head up. I know it seems a bit much when you at your tribe playing hard just to get cut. Every rebound point still in the assist. It didn't matter because the head coach couldn't resist. Paying more attention to the taller players who he thought was better. But for the record, yeah, we know you the shit. And to my man in the back with your face in your hands, I see your struggles. Just remember, you can change if you stand for what you believe in. Make sure you guys follow us on our social media channels for the latest and greatest. Follow us on Instagram at Hip Hop Check In. Follow us on Twitter at underscore HHCI. Also, if you're an artist looking to submit some music, go to hiphopcheckin.com. 
Who knows? Maybe you could be the next one checking in with us on the show.